Hello, this is Ken, your podcast preacher, and I want to welcome you back to Deep Waters. This podcast is brought to you by Applied Strengths Ministry, where we believe working together in our strengths is the effect of working out the will and calling of God in our lives. The title of this message is Deployment. If you are an authentically born-again believer, then it might be helpful for you to see that your Christian life is an 80-year deployment, plus or minus. You have been deployed to earth for a mission, a cause, and a purpose. And it is imperative that you do everything you can to find out what that is. This will keep you distracted from the things of this earth and keep you heavenly minded. 1 John 2, 15, 17. Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world is passing away, and the lust of it, but he who does the will of God abides forever. James 4.4 Adulterers and adulteresses, do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Whoever therefore wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. The worst state of a Christian isn't that they wouldn't discover who they are, but that they would treat their mission so lightly that they would be sucked into the things of the world and be a neutralized soldier of God. Is this not the same as an American soldier going into a European war theater and becoming lost in its romance and leaving his post to become Europeanized, so much so that you couldn't tell the difference between him and the natives of the land, except the natives of the land? No, Ken, that would never happen to me as I do not like to travel. (laughs) Ha, then you will not like the journey to the courtrooms of God, as every soul will make the journey. And but this message is to assure you do not try to jump off the ledge of heaven. As you discover, you made the mistake of your eternal life by declaring Jesus is your Savior, but not really believing or living like it. In fact, of more concern is to get there and not be able to distinguish him in or from the crowd. Now I know using this military chatter to describe your Christianity can sound kind of strange, but in truth, as we draw near to the end of times, and it's coming like a thief in the night, and the night is drawing nay, there will be more and more who cannot see what's coming because of spiritual blindness and closed ears. Because although they believed in God, they did not pursue him. They did not read the Bible to find out who he was. They, through the attrition of time, had no appetite to know God. And if you don't know God, how in the world can you obey him? 2 Thessalonians 1, 6, 7 since it is a righteous thing with God to repay with tribulation those who trouble you, and to give you who are troubled rest with us when the Lord Jesus is revealed from heaven with his mighty angels, in flaming fire, taking vengeance on those who do not know God and on those who do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. I cannot seem to get away from the knowing God scriptures in the last few messages I have recorded. Usually this means that God is saying something that is for right now. It's like a right now word. I have referenced these stories before, but they are worth a listen again, as God created repetition for a reason. Matthew 25, 1-12 Then the kingdom of heaven shall be likened to ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Now five of them were wise and five were foolish. Those who were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. But while the bridegroom was delayed, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight a cry was heard. Behold, the bridegroom is coming. Go out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. 
and the foolish said to the wise give us some of your oil for our lamps are going out but the wise answered saying no least there should not be enough for us and you but go rather to those who sell and buy for yourselves and while they went to buy the bridegroom came and those who were ready went in with him to the wedding and the door was shut afterward the other virgins came also saying lord lord open to us but he answered and said assuredly i say to you i do not know you hearing the spaceship door shut after supposedly living a christian life which by the way is difficult when you are trying to be in step with god every step of the way let alone when you are simply trying to be something which is impossible without him so the drama of that moment will be with you for all of eternity and for what you exchange the difficulties of this life for the perfect world experience for all of eternity how in anyone's mind can they justify or support that position is beyond stupid and yes i was beyond stupid as i tried to find on earth what could only be found in god through his son jesus christ and the holy spirit what could only be found in the recreated heaven and earth isaiah 66 22 for as the new heavens and the new earth which i will make shall remain before me says the lord so shall your descendants and your name remain now no doubt stupid had a twin perhaps they will make a movie about it stupid and stupider <laughs> probably already done hey matt deliver us from this rabbit trail matthew seven twenty one twenty three. not everyone who says to me lord lord shall enter the kingdom of heaven but he who does the will of my father in heaven many will say to me in that day lord lord have we not prophesied in your name cast out demons in your name and done many wonders in your name and then i will declare to them i never knew you depart from me you who practice lawlessness so are you one of the everyone's jesus is talking about if it were possible to know that while you are living on this rock now wouldn't you want to know that so that you could change it of course that's why it's in the bible so that when you read it and or hear that scripture it moves you to want to be near and dear to him it brings him no pleasure to shut the spaceship door on you none so in reference to matthew 7 21 23 would it be safe to say that if we are not soldiering on in christ that it is illegal it states lawlessness but not only that it states that those who did that actually practiced it that is they did it over and over again no doubt ignoring the warnings from the holy spirit here's a helpful tip don't practice unrighteousness but rather practice righteousness they have two different fields that they will for all of eternity be planted in paul states in romans 14:12 so then each of us shall give account of himself to god it sounds like god is saying that we ought to be found doing something and that the something should be what our mission orders are now the tough but needed thing is to discover what those mission orders are the bible uses the word will as in the context of this is the will of God. Now the fun thing is that only some of the will of God is revealed clear enough to remove any doubt, such as Matthew 26:42. Again, a second time, he went away and prayed, saying, O oh, my Father, if this cup cannot pass away from me unless I drink it, your will be done. You see it? We know that God's will was that Jesus drink from the cup, that is to submit himself to the very creation he created in his image, so that we could unjustly wound and injure him, make fun of him, mock him, slap him, call him a liar, and then nail his innocence to a cross, constructed for criminals and the like. 
and set him up before all of the sinners of the world, as if he were one himself. In excruciating pain, humility, and extraordinary self-control, he chose to remain in the hands of wicked men, that is, us, our hands, rather than deliver himself or take the devil's deal offered to him in the desert. Luke 4, 6, 7. Do you need a minute? If not, you don't fully understand his love for you. But if you get it, let me assure you that it was fully done out of God's love for you. So much so that his word states that it pleased the Lord to do this. Isaiah 53, specifically verse 10. And if this isn't enough to split your heart in half, at the immeasurable love that God has for you, then know that the Bible states God loves you the same as his own son. Okay, so the mystery of the unrevealed element of free will, or rather his will for your life that seems hidden from our understanding, such as where you attend church, what gifts you are called to operate in, are you called to be in an office such as an evangelist or pastor, or where you live, which is determined by the church address he reveals to you. So now while you have to get to know him, that is God, to discover these things. As you make him a daily priority, he will speak and you will know it. In your meditation time, your reading time, prayer time, through someone else at church, in your family, or from another ministry. Perhaps when you fall right smack dab into sin. For King David stated in Psalms 139.8, If I ascend into heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, you are there. In the Bible, it states that the thief will come in the night and that they, the unbeliever, won't know it, but that we would. The peeps he is talking to are those who have their ears and eyes open, who are running for God, who understand that they are in a battle, the war of the ages, and are doing everything they can to be effective in the position they've been called to operate in. Does it not say that we are not fighting or boring against flesh and blood? Do you have armor and weapons? Let's see so we can see. I will give you three. 2 Timothy 2, 3, 4 You, therefore, must endure hardship as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No one engaged in warfare entangles himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who enlisted him as a soldier. There is not a special military branch of Christianity that Timothy is talking about here. He is talking to each and every person who has ever and will ever read this magic book called the Bible. Every authentically born-again Christian is a soldier for God, from God, and equipped to do His will. If this doesn't describe you, then hear the spaceship door shut in your mind, and let it motivate you to fiery and unending action. I said three, and so this is number two for you. 2 Corinthians 10, 3, 5. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God, for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. So note the language, war, weapons, arguments, and knowledge. This tells us we are at war, that we have weapons to fight with, and that it is a war of words. You see, words are the strongest weapon that ever did exist. See how they change the course of the world daily. See how they change the countenance of the target when well-spoken or sent out to abuse our enemy or adversary. A bullet or bomb can only change the course of our flesh, but words change the course of our spirit and our soul for all of eternity. Okay, so 3b, Ephesians 6, 
10.18 Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. Stand therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all taking the shield of faith, with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one, and take the helmet of salvation, the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. What? We have armor to protect us from the word battle? Yes. Don't you know that a fiery dart could be a false accusation intended to derail you from your purpose? Revelations 12.10 Then I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ have come for the accuser of our brethren who accused them before our God day and night has been cast down. So Ken, are you saying that as an authentically born-again believer, I have been enlisted to fight a word war, a battle of words? Yep. James tells us how crazy our tongues are. Peek at it when you get a moment and tell me it's any other type of war. James chapter 3. If we get the power of words as God used them to create every and all things, then we understand Christianity as it was meant to be understood. If you need more understanding of you and your purpose in this war, then ask. Even James knew our absence of supplies, that is, our understanding, may be due to our lack of asking. James 4, 1, 3. Where do wars and fights come from among you? Do they not come from your desire for pleasure, that war in your members? You lust and do not have. You murder and covet and cannot obtain. You fight in war, yet you do not have because you do not ask. You ask and do not receive because you ask amiss, that you may spend it on your pleasures. You see, there is a war of the flesh and a spiritual battle going on concurrently. Ask for your orders, for your mission and purpose, for the spiritual gifts to be activated in your life. But remember, in doing so, you must go through basic training just like the rest of us. If you are unaware of these things, don't know how to use these things, or haven't been trained on how to use these things, how to walk in these things, then you have to ask yourself, what kind of a Christian are you? If it, that is your version of Christianity, cannot be defined or found in the Bible, somehow you must see that it's the wrong Christianity. The vision for this also comes by asking. You know, the Bible says that there will be false prophets and teachers who will lead many astray. The way that they lead many astray is through false signs and wonders and false teaching and using false words, sending fiery darts in every direction. And the ignorant Christian who has never read their Bible will believe it. Will believe them because he sees it with his eyes, not his spiritual eyes, but his natural eyes. He hears it with his natural ears and not with his spiritual ears. Well, that's it for this message. Remember, it's not what you find wrong or disagree with regarding these messages, but what you can take away from it. Together we can do more to impact the kingdom than if we work alone. 
Let's flip the script and kill, still, and destroy the works of the enemy and create space for the light of light to shine through in people's lives. Plant a seed and click on the like and subscribe button. Let's build this ministry together. Thanks and see you next time in deep waters.